Steal this sermon, number 52. The Good Samaritan in 2020, part two. Well, no surprise here. I lied to you about getting right back to Rachel Taylor, the Good Samaritan Bride, also known to her husband as the Rockstar Bride. May every husband think that of his Rockstar Bride. But I'll get to her. Really, I will. No, really, I will. You got to believe me. We were talking Good Samaritan, and we have talked about the four main players. I always like to think about the four or more bit players, since those were the only roles I could hope for in school plays. Who is the guy who got pounded? And why didn't Jesus name him, or at least what group he belonged to? Not an accident. Jesus had a purpose. What was it? Martin Luther King had an interesting take on this. He said the, the guy who got pounded was an other. Someone from another race, another religion, another nation, or whatever. But he was easy to ignore because the bloody guy was not one of us, whoever we are. I like it. Kids do nativity plays, but not Good Samaritan plays. I would want the part of the beaten bloody blob. So, who were the robbers? Once again, no description. That Jesus is one sly storyteller, is he not? Let's check with uh, Martin Luther King again. Or ML, as his peers called him. He viewed them as men and women. Why not? of a rapacious state of mind who took what they wanted when they wanted with no thought to the victim. They had no anger at him. He was just an obstacle to their desires, easily disposed of. They were an active evil as opposed to the passive self-preserving non-involvement evil of the priest and the Levi. A reminder that evil comes in many forms, and all of them have the common thread of, what's in it for me? Once again, it's hard to disagree with ML. The guy has a good eye. He got what Jesus was driving at. The last bit player is rarely considered. The innkeeper. He or she was not repulsed by this bloody half-dead victim. They extended credit to the Samaritan woman who they did not know. In that day, amazingly, there was no way to check credit scores and did not ask for prepay or even a deposit. Wow, a second person who shows compassion, the good innkeeper. People have pondered this story for 2,000 years. You may be surprised to know that it was the single most popular Bible story in the Middle Ages. Did anybody know that? MLK saw the story this way. On the one hand, we are called to be the Good Samaritan to those on life's roadside. But ML also said, we are also called to transform the whole Jericho Road so that men and women will not consistently be robbed and beaten as they make their journey on life's 
highway. To quote ML, compassion is more than flinging coins to a beggar. Best simple summary of Jesus' teaching to my mind. So let's review. The story is anti-authority. The story features hypocrisy by those claiming to have superior religious or civic status. Hmm, not a favor to the better people, it would seem. Isaac Asimov pictured a modern version of this story being set in Alabama in 1955 with a mayor and a preacher and a black sharecropper in the leading roles. Not unlike the Kenny Rogers song, Reuben James, although your skin was black, you were the one who didn't turn your back. A short recognition of the core of the story. One last simple message. There is simply no other for a good person. One quick story before we get to the bride. No, really, I'm going to do it this time. Years ago, there was an experiment done with unknowing seminary students as if there is another kind. Their final assignment for the term was to give a sermon on this story. To get to the classroom, they had to pass by a shabbily dressed man laying near the entrance to the classroom building. More than three quarters of the seminarians rushed by him without even hesitating. They were on their road to Jericho. Well, they failed their test no matter how good the sermon they had prepared, no matter what grade they got. They had failed. It's easy to scorn these seminarians, but what would each of us have done? Have you ever walked past a human being in need and kept walking? I have. Hell, I've been the robbers, and I know I'm not alone. Back to Rachel Taylor, finally. A few weeks ago, in the middle of the COVID concerns, Rachel, 23 years old, and her brand new husband of only a few hours, were driving back to their new home for the first time after an unexpectedly small church service and reception due to COVID restrictions. It was 8.30 p.m., pretty early end to a pretty special evening, no doubt. No doubt not what the couple had dreamed of. And now a few blocks from home, there was a car crash blocking the road. What next? They were about to detour when Rachel a newly minted nurse saw a passenger from one of the cars laying on the road with a bone sticking out of her leg and blood from the wound everywhere. She shouted to her husband, stop. She jumped out of the car in her beautiful wedding gown and rushed to hold the victim and stop the bleeding. Rachel stopped the bleeding, stabilized the leg until the EMTs arrived. Rachel said, it was just like comforting a mother in labor, part of her training. I just went into my nurse mode. There's a photo of her sitting on the asphalt, blood on her gown, lovingly holding the woman. Her husband, a wise man, said he was truly blessed to have such a rock star wife. She is the true good Samaritan. Her dress may have been unclean but her soul was not. Aspire to be Rachel in your own life. Amen. Hallelujah.